Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May of 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. (laughs) That's when the cannibalism started. A pranting kern with my daughter. Uh, so much luscious, luscious kern. Uh, oh, is that a pren in the sky? <laughs> is it a what? Is it a what? Pren never come. Oh, out here. Pren never come. Oh, what? what? It? Oh, it's dropping some sort of bag. <laughs> it's dropping. Is it a bag or a refrigerator? Is it dropping? Oh, no, it's atomic bombs. <laughs> Okay, well, that just turned into the most offensive thing that's ever happened on the show. <laughs> no, I think that's just Hiroshima, Henry Zabrowski. Yeah. <laughs> I like Hong Kong, Henry Zabrowski. Get me some sunscreen. <laughs> All right. Oh, get me some sun hat. Get some aloe. Oh, never stop being yeah. bright. Get some aloe vera on there, something like that. That would be good. Oh, I don't look good. <laughs> well, you sound you sound great. I, I am so devastated by this week's news already. I'm depressed over here, and you're bringing up uh, when we dropped the atomic bomb on a bunch of per- farmers. So, I think that, that Good shows God. that things could always be worse. That's true. Oh, thank you, Henry. I'm sure you did that. Sort the- of riotous behavior happening in Ferguson. Mm-hmm. Yes, the Militarized police are police. overstepping yes. their bounds. But... Are they, have they dropped an atomic bomb on they them yet? Have, do they have one? That's the question. If they did, would they? I believe they would. I don't know, but I bet people will stop protesting if they use it. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what you want to have happen. <laughs> All right. We're going to talk. I'm I'm very excited because today we're going to talk about one of our more lighthearted subjects. I think since we did uh, Bizarre Creatures, yeah. with, uh, fairies and gnomes, uh, we've never really conquered it, but I know a lot of our listeners, uh, in particular our female fans, Ooh. we're going to love today's subject. It's all astrology. Hey, Marsha, what's, what <laughs> sign are you? I'm a Pisces. Uh-huh. Oh, Marsha, you're such a bitch. You're such a Pisces. <laughs> I'm a bagel. Is that a sign? Oh, no, I'm just hungry. <laughs> sign, it's a time for lunch. Oh, I think so. Uh, That's right. Astrology. Helping yeah. skinny guys with half beards get laid since 1965. I mean, has it? I think it's helping cats get adopted. <laughs> well, astrology at the precise moment of your birth. Much your mother of- screams in agony, and the doctor says, What is it? What is it? We've never seen anything like that before. Oh, my God, Mrs. Abrowski shat all over these sheets. Why is the poop crying? Ah, uh, well... 
Hey, Stevens, get in there, dig around, and find the big fat baby. She shed a lot. It's right there. It's underneath this piece of corn lump. It's, uh, a, it's all. It's a part of this corn cluster. Yeah, yeah. Those are actually his teeth. Yeah, they're all yellow and weird and fully grown. Well, much of your fate has already been dictated by the heavens. The relative position of the planets and stars, plus any other unusual circumstances like sunspots, bailed moons, eclipses, have already created, they create kind of a little map of your hmm. future. They already have certain uh, personality traits, uh, certain things that you will accomplish in life. So what happened, I just want to know what was going on in the sky that uh, made it so I got fired from Burger King for injecting a chicken stick with barbecue and ketchup and that, then put it in my mouth. That's because you're Leo. That I'm a cancer. I'm a cancer. <laughs> oh, you're a cancer. That's a, right. It's because you're a cancer. Cancer Leo cusp. Ah, uh, yeah. See, I'm Capricorn Aquarius cusp. Oh. Yeah. I'm a Taurus Leo cups, cusp, and that is, makes me both energetic, powerful, sensual, but also... Rooted to the ground. So you, you're a, you're a Leo Taurus cusp. I'm a Leo. I'm a Taurus Leo cusp. There's going to be a lot of this conversation. I, also have a, I have a natal chart breakdown of both Marcus and Ben, and we're going to learn a lot about each other today. And our listeners, if they, you know, this is the way you can pick apart our personalities. So if you want to attract one of us, which is easy because everyone here is desperate, lonely, sad, never been touched. It is easy to do. You will find out today through our natal charts. Right, like every character that Drew Barrymore plays. In a movie we do in real life <laughs> we do in real life yeah my other question is honestly though there, there's got to be maybe something to astrology i know for a fact i pay attention to a lot of astrology because uh it helps me relieve my anxiety to believe that there is ultra other forces mm. in the universe helping you know and also it's a way to talk to women in los angeles because that's <laughs> oh, the only absolutely. thing they respond to yes yes yeah, i definitely pay attention to mercury in retrograde like okay. it's a it's a time in which Mercury is in retrograde. I don't know exactly what that means. No, I no. will say that my I farts just... are longer and browner. Yes, I, retro, I feel like it's just like wearing hip hipster clothes or something. It's got a, like Mercury has a beard. It's in retrograde. Well, the it word just, it just I do means... love this information that the word zodiac means little animal. Yes, zodiac. It's a Greek word and it means little animal. I love that for little animal. Yeah. If I if you have a cat and you just recently adopted, as a matter of fact, there's a one-eyed cat. That one of our listeners just adopted. Yeah. Perhaps Zodiac yeah. is not a bad name. Zodiac's a great name for a cat. Yeah. And put a little hood on it. Yeah, blame it for a bunch of crimes. Well, <laughs> cats are murderers, so it also plays into that as well. Well, for the origins of uh, astrology, we're going to get in the way back machine. We're running out of gas. Four score and 17 years Further back. Further back. Before oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> this this way way back machine only goes to the revolutionary time. So, uh, well, we're gonna need another one to go four thousand years in the oh. past to ancient Babylonian times. So these the Babylonians they were the first people to do a correlation between the celestial bodies and the gods of their pantheon. So they paired Venus with Ishtar, hmm. Jupiter with Marduk, Mars with Nurgle. Mars got Nurgle. Mars the whole time. Mars is like, ooh, give me the sun or the moon. Mars, you got Nurgle. What? God damn it. It's like a kickball team, and they got to choose last. Yeah. Nurgle, you're the goalie because you literally are about half of the size of the goal, so there's a 50-50 chance you'll do something right. Oh, guys, you know that my, my shins bruises. Come on now. And what am I going to do during the recital if I got these bruised shins? Get Nurgle a chair. By school policy, he's forced to play. Well, Saturn's got Ninib, Mercury's got Nebu, the moon has Sin, 
and the sun has Shamash. Shamash sounds cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I want to hang out with Shamash. sounds like a cashier at Target. <laughs> Shamash, will you please come and clean up your area? <laughs> or maybe Shamash just got a promotion, Henry. There's a lot of positive things that Shamash did this past year. And let's make her target employee of the month, Miss Shamash. So there, there are a lot of people, because I imagine also that the Zodiac was probably exclusively used to also chart out the farming calendar yes. for yeah. the year. Well, this is long before the Zodiac itself was created. The Zodiac wasn't created until you got to Greece about 3,000 years later. Until then, the heavens were all seen as an all-encompassing uh, indicator of how the king was doing. It uh. only pertained to the king. And, of course, how goes the king, so goes the country. So right. say if the sign said that the king, if they were aligned against the king in some way, they might say the gods are about to wall up the kingdom with, like, a plague or a drought or a war. Well, that, that is, people think politics and leadership is hard now. <laughs> yeah. Imagine <laughs> if it's all reliant on a, something completely out of your control. And the king's astrologer had to be a kick-ass liar. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> No, no, no. keep the... just showing up and just being like, yes, the tidings of this a crab in the sky. It means the astrologer gets a rain. <laughs> I feel like you're getting a lot of raises this year, and there's a lot of crabs in the sky. Yes, it's, it is quite unusual. <laughs> well, by 130 B.C., Astrology has gotten to Greece, and that's the place where it was first personalized. That's where they first put it up into 12, uh, 12 different zodiac symbols. But this is also where they started to assign the planets to certain body parts. Like Venus, they had the genitals and the belly. Mars had the blood and bile, ooh. and Jupiter had the head and the brain. I want to be, ooh, which one do you want to be, Marcus? Oh, I want to be Mars. You want to be the blood and the brain? I want to be blood and bile. Uh, uh, Henry, how about you? You want to be V? I <laughs> all right, then what am I left with? Yeah, you got the head and the brain. You're Jupiter. Hey, all right, I'll take it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, the, uh, the, I imagine that this was also the the. Uh, I just lost my brain. Oh, I got it over here. Here, have mine. <laughs> well, doctors, uh, they would attribute certain diseases and they would base their treatments based on astrological signs, based on the symbols. And in fact, this uh, belief lasted for so long that by the 1600s or the 16th century, so the 1500s, at that time, there was a book called The Sickman's Glass. And, terrifying. And that was so still somebody would well go, regarded. Someone would go and be like, I have a sprained ankle. And they'd be like, no, according to the stars, you we have to amputate your arm. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> but, the, but it's the ankle. I know it's the ankle. Yes, but there are answers out there. <laughs> I'm giving you the answer. You can't even see. There's just starlight things painted on that umbrella covering the outside. <laughs> I'm going to live like the people of 2007 and never go to the doctor again. <laughs> So astrology, I mean, Helen, you were talking earlier about the astrologer lying uh, to in order to save his own neck. By the way, I want to say 2007 was chosen because health care, universal health care was passed in 2008. Well, you're getting really current and topical you. on this one. <laughs> <laughs> we're back at, we're in the fucking. I'm sorry. We're, I'm in, sorry. The, we're in BC okay. times and you're bringing up Obamacare. Oh, oh leave it alone. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> so astrology, I mean, the uh, astronomers uh, actually lying about shit. That wasn't too far off because Tiberius and Caligula, both uh, emperors that were known for being very unstable, they hmm. would do the uh, charts of certain senators. And if those charts were thought to be bad or threatening to either of those guys, he would have them executed on the spot. 
That is rough. That is real rough. And Shark was, Day was a big day. Yeah, and there was another guy uh, that did a uh, he did a horoscope <laughs> asking who would uh, succeed a uh, succeed a certain Caesar, like Caesar Vitus or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he came up with a uh, certain. Actually, no wait. I got to get to that later. We're gonna get to that with uh, the chicken section. Okay, by the way, I knew Marcus was going to say some a sentence that he was going to be very happy about because the smile on his face was uh, was similar to a smile on somebody's face that would watch Henry Zabrowski in the new ABC sitcom A to Z. He was... He was... He was... <laughs> that, and then, of course, chickens were involved in Marcus's smile. But I also like, there's a lot of also people who do believe, that, I mean, of course, now that the, the story, that the Zodiac itself tells a story about the fate of humankind, somehow involving the second coming of Jesus Christ. Yeah. And the idea that... Uh, that cherubim or carabim as they're sometimes called are a combination of different animals all of which are represented by the brightest stars in certain zodiac constellations and cherubim and the sphinx are the same thing right Uh. and that one is called you look to the four brightest stars Hmm. in the zodiac to see what makes up the cherub right this is you can tell it's a story right which is the fomalhaut and aquarius which means man Uh. regulus in leo which is the lion antares in ophicius serpent holder or eagle who they said steps on a scorpion and injures his foot and then that that hunter who's like orion is actually jesus christ because jesus christ also hurt his foot you remember technically the like jews <laughs> did it is a sort of oh, Lethal, it was a different time <laughs> the italians did it the, the dirty yeah. italians did it it's fine shamash totally might fine. have done it an aldebaran in taurus the bull is a part of this idea that Satan is going to show up using the power of the mm-hmm. Zodiac to convince all of us that the real holy ones are coming, uh, and now and those are aliens and UFOs, and that right. is connected to Ezekiel's wheel, which is a story in the Bible they believe that was a story of an ancient UFO encounter, um, and that uh, the Antichrist is going to make this thing called Gog and Magog, which is a great them. war. Yeah. You remember that? Oh, yeah. The war will end in fire for the enemies of Israel. That's going to be intense. Mm-hmm. Antichrist comes with his holy ones, aliens mm-hmm. and UFOs. Uh-huh. Uh, and then Antichrist allows building of third Jerusalem temple, which well, I don't I just, particularly understand. You just, um, just feel like you really discredited your earlier statements when you said astrology is a great thing to bring up to women at a bar <laughs> in Los Angeles because uh, you just terrified an entire bar. And women are usually just like, oh, I, I'm a Leo because I like Cosmos, mm-hmm. you know, and I love a nice Mai Tai every now and again because, you know, I'm a Leo. Well, you you tell that to the people I was talking to about the Franklin cover-up two nights ago, and see if that if that changes their opinion about me. Um, Henry, I have a feeling it was like karaoke, and you went up there to sing like Space Odyssey or something, and then you just got. <laughs> can you can you play the music louder? I uh, ground control to Larry King. I think he's changing the lyrics. He's uh, molesting children hmm. in Nebraska. Uh, that's not the way I remember this David Bowie song. <laughs> Well, not only were uh, the emperors really into astrology, this lasted thousands of years. Uh, Louis XIV, his birth was delayed until the court astrologer determined that the birth was uh, very good in the heavenly sense. So the queen, on the astrologer's instruction, held the baby inside her vagina for Mm. an hour before the astrologer leaned out his window and waved a rag and said it was okay for Louis XIV to floop on out. 
Because a cloud changed into an elephant or something? Yes. Now, how does one keep a baby in? Is like a duke just kind of like put his toe on the head and keep it inside? <laughs> it's like the Santa Claus scene from A Christmas Story. Ho, ho, ho. But instead of sending a kid down a slide, you keep it inside of its mother. Well, as far as modern day predictions go, I mean, these about an astrologer. It's just like any sort of fortune teller. They won't be able to tell you, like, for example, you know, your car is going to crash next Wednesday at 3 p.m. They can't do that. They can't do that. But they can tell. They yeah. can tell you be careful driving that day. Don't be careless driving next Wednesday. Well, what day shouldn't you be careful be driving? Extra careful driving next Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Extra super careful. If you usually eat a burger while you're driving around, don't eat a burger that day. Eat a taco oh, from the new Taco course. Bell morning <laughs> breakfast menu. Taco you know what's good for driving? Java juice. <laughs> Java juice is wonderful. Well, in anything you have to eat with a knife and fork, perfect for driving. Yeah. Well, in 1987, a, uh, a British astrologer, his name was Dennis Elwell, mm. uh, he wrote letters to a bunch of different marine firms, and he told them that the astrological, astrological circumstances in early March of that year matched those of the astrological circumstances when the Titanic sank. Oh. Of course, none of them listened to them. They all scoffed and laughed. What an idiot. But on March 6th, the car ferry Herald of Free Enterprise capsized after Zeebrugge, and 188 people drowned. Damn. And I, I guess mean, who did it? One angry astrologer. <laughs> <laughs> I told them. Uh, perhaps he wanted to get his revenge. Yeah. Very Kaczynski-like. Uh, but there, is there something to do with uh, weather patterns and uh, and ocean wave patterns and things like that? Well, I, I mean, mean ocean wave patterns are dependent upon the moon. Right. right. Yeah, so yeah, there yeah. is some scientific basis to astrology. There's a lot. Yeah. I mean, there's a fair amount of scientific basis for it. If the moon can make a woman bleed and a man strong, <laughs> yes, I've heard then, that. Then God knows what Uranus is doing. It makes Australians into werewolves. <laughs> yes. Here, Ben, you'll like this one. Nancy Reagan, hmm. she used to uh, consult a San Francisco astrologer named Joan Quigley for advice on everything from scheduling the president's diplomatic meetings to takeoff times for Air Force One. Did she ever say anything about Alzheimer's research <laughs> that would have been that would have been a good question how do, I cure my, how do I cure my husband's future dumb dumb brain disease <laughs> is AIDS a problem yes <laughs> no no I'm not here I'm not here to ask the uh, re, uh, the, the easy Scorpio, questions it's true <laughs> should I wear the blue dress at the inauguration yes Nancy if you're, the, if you're the presidential astrologer you should have a turban on that has mm -hmm. the seal on the top of it you know mm -hmm. And like long, flowy, sparkly robes. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Dress the part. Oh, indeed. Pewter rings, the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, and as far as ancient structures go, all of the mysterious ancient, ancient structures that we know and love, Stonehenge, for example, it was a huge astronomical clock. So that way, yeah. the druids, they would know exactly when to do certain ceremonies and certain rituals. I feel like the... So they do believe that the Sphinx was also some sort of, you know, well, that was more of a marking device where they said the Sphinx is the line to point towards when a specific constellation in the sky, mm -hmm. which is supposed to link up to when Nibiru is supposed mm -hmm. to be approaching our galaxy. Mm -hmm. And as we all know, I that's see. a crock of shit. Well, I think it gives it fuel, right? Something like that. Uh, it feeds I mean, it its know. energy. Your answer is as good as any of the others. I other. just feel like free energy machine in there. There's a free energy machine in the pyramids. Is the you know the the Stonehenge was just a place where people did their laundry. It's the Exxon <laughs> Mobil of uh, of old uh, monuments. I, I feel like the Druids got a bad name. I think they partied more than the name implies. I think the Druids were pretty fucking hip. Yeah. Yeah. Druid. 
It's Druids just, have been working to this day, make an armpit hair sexy. <laughs> totally. And I think it's great. I think it's great. My sister is the best gift giver I've ever met of any person. It's Jackie Zabrowski. She shops all year thinking about her family and friends and puts little things aside for their birthdays and Christmases. I have no idea how she does it. I don't know how she do it. But guess what? She always wins Mother's Day, but not this year. I'm coming back. Ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? I'm taking the crown. All right, give the moms in your life an aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. I mean this. We have the aura frame up in my home. We absolutely love it. I can put photos on it very, very easily through the app. It's fun to do. And the memories keep cycling and I get emotional. And we filled it with pictures of Carmi and Wendy. And that is not sad. That is celebratory. So you should try it. It's honestly a really good product. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code LEFT at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents' accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse pics over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Hey, did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. That's one of my favorite things about it. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. Now, personally, I'm in the middle of re-landscaping my yard. I like to do it myself because I called up a landscaper to see how much it costs, and it was absolutely insane. Plus, I love dirt. I love getting my hands in the dirt, and I love planting things myself. And Fast Growing Trees has given me some wonderful plants that I can use. Like I got this uh, Texas sage, it's purple. I've dug up a whole bunch of horrible bushes and shrubs up in front of my window and in front of my house and put some purple 
Texas sage up there and it's going to thrive and it's going to look real good. And I didn't even have to go to a nursery to buy it. It came to my house. Now this spring, they have the best deals online up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code left at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code left at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com code left. Offers valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. Well, let's move on to the Zodiac itself, the signs, what they mean, what they are. The 12 signs, they're essentially geometric divisions. All of them are 30 degrees from each other. They go from the spring equinox, and they proceed in that direction that the sun moves through them. Now, did you find in your research, I heard this, uh, this is true, everything is a month ahead actually now because uh, of the shifts and the uh, stars and things? Bullshit. There's so much this bullshit is true, though. built into the timeline of the universe. Nobody knows when it started. Nobody knows. Like, yeah. uh, maybe you haven't listened to one Ken Ham, who is a creationist. Uh, it started 6,000 years ago. <laughs> Sir. Yeah. No, but then there's also a belief that maybe we are actually 300 years in the past or 300 years ahead because there's the, you know, the, the, the Dark Ages happened and a bunch of the timelines were destroyed. Maybe the date's all wrong and everything's wrong and none of it makes any sense. Hmm. And maybe we are uh, in some aliens cardboard box <laughs> in this mansion in another universe. Who knows? You know, Lena Keanu Thomas. Reeves could be president in nine different realities. <laughs> oh, I would love if Keanu was president. I'd vote Keanu anytime. <laughs> so the whole sequence starts with Aries on March 21st, and then it goes once a month, usually on the 20th or the 21st, uh, to the next zodiac sign. So let's go through the zodiac signs, mm. and all of you guys can, you know, whichever one you are. You, the, you can say, like, hey, that's me. That's you can the say best like, hey, one. That's bullshit. Yeah. Be loud and proud. If that's how you feel, you put it up there. And if you've got, a, if you've got like a zodiacal tattoo, put that up there too. I mean, it's, you shouldn't have gotten it. Uh, no, Henry, don't say that. If you have a zodiac tattoo, I think you're one of the coolest, hippest gals or guys around. Yeah. And let everybody know oh, I'm a ram and I'm full of vim and vigor, <laughs> yeah. enthusiasm and imagination. Mm-hmm. If crossed, they feel unappreciated and will react with rage. Well, you didn't even have to tell me that because I looked at your tattoo and I already knew that, good sir. <laughs> you have a job right here at Subway. <laughs> they're very high strung. Uh, and as far as a body type goes, they're lean and hard with broad. Odd heads and pointed chins. Wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. So we got a bunch of Aragorns? So if, <laughs> yeah. so if you're an Aries, you look like you look like uh, Vlad Delbana. What's yeah. his name? And who's Aragorn? Vigo Mortensen. Uh, Legally Sobieski. <laughs> <laughs> Vlad Bagana? That was the name that you you thought might be attached to a human? Vlad Bagana. <laughs> Vlad Vlad Bagana? Google it. Go ahead and Google it. Do you think, uh, in in the research you did, Marcus, are there any people who find their sign that they, uh, you know, regardless of if, let's say, they were born on March 21st uh, through April 20th, technically in Aries, but they relate more to a Capricorn or something like that? That is what's known as the cusp. Okay. And they, you know, people, those of us, all three of I'm us, like, yeah. all three of us actually are all cusp people. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, a big thing, too, about the Zodiac, I mean, this is just human nature in general. Oftentimes, people like to talk and hear about themselves. Yes. And that's that's what's great. And that's what's great about using the Zodiac in a way to talk to people and get to know each other. It's sort of like LeVayan magic, where it's more human than anything else. But the idea is that people like <laughs> and respond well to 
like basically hearing info about themselves, so they'll mm-hmm. agree to anything. So as soon oh, as sure. you hear the description, you're like, oh yeah, that's me. But it's also it's always the best. It's not like Aries the Ram loves cheese puffs and uh, he doesn't wash his hands very well. Actually, so sometimes he gets them on his face and in his eyes, and he doesn't know he has them on his face and his eyeballs. And he goes out in public and uh, he goes to Walmart. And then <gasps> next thing you know, he's on a Google web or on a website called The People of Walmart, and everyone makes fun of him. Way. I'll put it this way. Some of the things about Taurus are pretty, like, there are a lot of backhanded compliments. <laughs> yeah. Well, the next one is Taurus, the bull. That's Henry. Uh, April April 21st to May 20th. Uh, it said that this is when the human race began. Uh, short and strong with heavy jaws and big, dark eyes. That's me, baby. <laughs> I got big, long arms. And I got, ooh, I got dark set eyes and I'm, and I'm black. Underneath my clothes, mm-hmm. uh, they are capable of great feats of engineering, great, great singers, great cooks, great friends. Yeah. However, I have, a, I have a whole, I have a bumper sticker that says "Great singer, great cook, great friend," and I spit <laughs> on my on my Segway that I bought out here to get back and forth. However, if they do, if they are unemployed, they will become lazy and overeat. Oh, very interesting. <laughs> I actually take back any... If you look at all the good qualities of a Taurus, I'll take being lazy and overeating. You know what I mean? Well, I just feel like when not given an opportunity to succeed, a Taurus will prove that everyone who didn't give them an opportunity to succeed right. <laughs> so it's kind of a double-edged sword in a way. Uh, but also, I also have a... At least definitely for us, I've uh, definitely researched our mm. sexual natures. Uh, a Torian sens- <laughs> sensual di- nature. Disgusting. What Marcus is about to say, I just want to put a disclaimer. There is a word that Marcus is about to say that is going to uh, aggravate a lot of uh, uh, a lot of ears, and I apologize uh, beforehand. Their sensual nature means they go crazy for romantic massages and a I focus. Bring them on and lay them on thin. And a focus on foreplay. That's I'll good. suck on your feet until you fall asleep until you die. Also here it says uh, productive and moist. No, no. Well, that's that has to do with our planting. That, oh, with your plant. Oh, that's I've not also, a sexual thing. No, no. Productivity also, and and moist. Those are those are very important things in the uh, yeah well, expansion of the human race. For the three of us, we ha- I also uh, said what gardening tips we m- best have. Taurus oh, is an earth sign. Taurus is productive and moist. This okay. period. I will say that I have done a lot today, and I am covered in sweat. <laughs> It's second ba- best for planting and transplanting. Good for root crops and potatoes, especially when hardiness is important. Also a good, also a good sign for leafy vegetables like lettuce, cabbage, and spinach. So they're Irish. <laughs> they're all just weird Irishmen. Every Irishman is a Taurus. Yes. Oh, I see. I see. Uh, next up is Gemini, the twins. That's May twenty first to June twentieth. If you put them under stress, like say tuberculosis, pneumonia, they will die very quickly. That I, is a shame. That is that is a shame to write off a whole section of humanity. Oh, a whole just month put them under stress, they will die quickly. Oh yeah, can't can't be in L A. Not in that traffic. Uh, the, the names they they nailed it. Yeah. The people who did the Zodiac names, what was this, 4,000 years ago? Yeah. Well, these uh, these came about more like 2,000 years ago. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they also, uh, Geminis are tall, thin, and prone to sudden movements. So probably uh, karate, like ninjas. So, yeah, like a, like a Michael Phelps type, maybe. <laughs> They're intellect- like Slenderman. Yeah. Oh. They're intellectual, curious, and great storytellers. Next up. Is Slenderman a, a Gemini? <laughs> man. Yeah, Slenderman don't never die, man. No, man, he's too real to die. He was never born. <laughs> Gemini. Remember that uh, the great um, 
American Gladiator, Gemini. Remember him? Oh, yeah. I remember Gemini. I thought Gemini was the lady. Was it a lady? Gemini was definitely a lady, yeah. Yeah. Big old. That's a lady's name. Yeah, like Zap was the dude. No, Zap was a woman, too. Also a woman. I thought there was the black fella. What was the There was Stanley the Gladiator. (laughs) No, there was no Stanley the Gladiator. Garfield. (laughs) You're you're mixing up your cartoons. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Marmaduke was a a gladiator. Yes, well, Marmaduke would have done great. As a gladiator, Marmaduke is one of the greatest comic strips that's ever existed. Yes, and Marmaduke is very good. No, he's the best. Next two we got, these are Ben's cusp ones. Mm. We got Cancer the Crab. And that's your great name for a crab. Yeah, can't. <laughs> call him yeah. Cancer. This is my crab, Cancer. And you snap his alarms off and suck him down. I went to a crab boil this weekend. Ooh, man. <laughs> I'm jealous. If I go into the ocean, those animals should be afraid of me. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll know you They ate the, You ate one of their own and attack you, which I would love to see. <laughs> How'd Henry die? Uh, a bunch of crabs got their revenge. I've had a problem in Glendale. I'm staying in Glendale, California right now. I've been attacked by three birds. <laughs> Um, do they? Is this a common thing for Glendale, or is this specific to you? I specific to me. I have literally been walking down the street. Two birds were fighting. They fell out of the sky and they landed on me. I had to smack the birds off me. And then two other times, birds have jumped out of bushes and hit me. Like literally hit me in the chest. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I'm some kind of giant worm. Do you? And I'm like yeah. I'm not holding McNeely. Right. Do you feel like you're living? Uh, like the character that Jim Carrey played in the Truman Show, and uh, somebody just was like, "Well, drop the birds on them." The uh, the viewers are getting bored. I know things were off when I stopped to get gas, and the guy was like, "Morning, Mrs. Zabrowski." How'd you know my name? I didn't say Mr. Zabrowski. I said the cookies are a lousy. <laughs> yes, don't have the cookies today. I damn it, I've hurt sales, and I almost blew my cover. <laughs> so the crab is from June twenty first to July twenty first. Bit of a puzzle. These guys. Mm. So this is this is Ben Kissel. This is Ben Kissel. Yes, aloof but very emotional and romantic at their core. Right. That's very true. I am romantic at my core. Uh, <laughs> you gotta get through a lot of. Uh, you gotta get through a lot of lunch meat, mm. gin, and just and red, you know, yeah. and Suspiria shirt. Right. To it's get a, to that core. It's a real. It's a real sludge to get there. But once you do, oh, what a, and what a, what a heavenly experience that is for you. As far as sex goes, you place a lot of emotional. Uh, you place a lot of value on an emotional connection and love, and you express this to through eye contact and close, intimate embracing during sex. Which I know that about. I know you're a cuddler. I am a cuddler. Yeah. <laughs> Just uh, you gripping onto this. <laughs> yeah. She'd be like, yeah, you, you like it. Uh, you, you like it, right? Uh, I guess I'm his girlfriend because um, I guess this, this feeling of being a prisoner <laughs> is like being in love with him. Mm, right, right. Yeah, when you give them no option out, the only option is love. <laughs> I've heard that before. Very devoted to family and home. Uh, fancy, a taste for the finer things in life. You guys uh, make... Well, they yeah, might have... That's uh, not... Yeah, yeah, I, I do mean, have a taste for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't have a uh, plate or a uh, debit card or a credit card to get it. Make uh, good art dealers and interior direct dec- that's decorators. That's what I always said about Ben. I was like, Ben should have been an art dealer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, this one doesn't fit you. Short with a fleshy body and an uneven gait. 
No, I have a very even gait and I'm very, exceptionally tall. Yes. Uh, you also internalize your feelings so often that you suffer from stomach trouble. I, I also know, internalize I, a lot of bagels. Yeah. And uh, holy. You ate three bagels yesterday. Three bagels yesterday. <laughs> I couldn't get enough and a half a pound of cream cheese. But you know what I also did? What? Ate a good block of cheese to go with. I was mixing all the cheeses, eating all the bagels. Uh, Oh, it was unbelievable. I won body. Oh, I'll have some more craft services. Oh, the cameras aren't around, but I know I'm filming soon. You know. uh, well, you also, you're a water sign. Uh, so in planting, you're very fruitful and moist. Moist again. Okay, yeah. I see. Fruitful. Best sign for planting. Also I am the good best. for irrigation. Very good. Yeah. And the other one of your of yours is Leo, which I think this actually does uh, describe quite a bit about you as well. This is July twenty second to August twenty first. This is why also a Leo. Leo is my ascending sign as well. Ah, oh, I see. you're loud, proud, and demonstrative. That's right. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're at the center stage. You like to run the show. Don't tread on me. Better bring it. <laughs> yeah. You're friendly, outgoing, and obstinate. Oh, that's obstinate means you stand your ground. Uh, that means you're an asshole. Ah. <laughs> Very good. Bit of a braggart, bit of a show-off. Now it's getting negative. Good, uh -huh. <laughs> good leader, but a lousy follower. I'll tell you, that's the straight-up truth, because you'd mm -hmm. either lead, follow, or get out of the way, and I always choose lead, so you better be following. Get out of get the way. Get out of the way, that's right. And also, if I am driving a car and you want to ride, there are three rules, ass, gas, or grass. One of those three. <laughs> really good. Leave them and love them. No shoes, no thank you. Mm -hmm. Really good white-collar workers. Really bad at manual labor. I'm just a Leo. <laughs> I feel like I'm yeah. taller than average with a tendency to put on weight later in life. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I put on weight earlier in life, though. Yeah. I'm going with, the, what's the, the Pratt, the guy from Guardians of the Galaxy? Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. I want to have his body arc and hopefully career arc as well. Oh, yeah. He's a buff guy sold now. Out. Yeah. Chris Chris Pratt sold out. He looks good, Henry. I liked it when he was fat and dumb. Well, of course and now he's all did. fucking tight and dumb. Whatever. You saw if you yourself. Buy that, I mean, you got, if you buy that, ladies, I got a bridge I can sell you. And that bridge <laughs> is made out of abs. It's the bridge of Madison <laughs> County because every woman loves it. Every woman loves Chris Pratt. That is true. A former fatty, so you know he's nice. Next up is Virgo the Virgin, August 22nd to September 21st. Conscientious, methodical, good with tools, gardeners, fashion designers, painters, directors, musicians. Kind of snooty. About just about everything. They sound kind of snooty. They sound real snooty. Fucking fashion designer, painter, director. Fuck you. Whatever. Yeah. Eat me. They're attractive, <laughs> but... <laughs> okay, Bart Simpson, eat me. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Eat me. Henry, did you hear that when he said eat me? Yeah. It's all right. I fucking... said cowabunga to a guy earlier today, but only because uh, I'm in California. Yeah. <laughs> fucking eat me. eat me, bro. The uh, Virgos are attractive. I think that uh, Henry isn't assimilating to our culture properly. I think he learned everything from the movie Point Break yeah, um, I mean, about what water culture is. I keep leave them, and I keep telling right. them that you break it, you bought it. That's been my new, that's my new catchphrase. <laughs> you break it, you bought it. They're attractive, but they have the tendency to binge. Oh, okay. Next up is Scorpio, the Scorpion. October 23rd. I have many Scorpios in my life. Oh, that's bad. And they're very intense. Yes, they're, they're beautiful, hot, sexy people, oh, but yeah. also all fucked up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're the most powerful sign for students of the occult. Oh. It's a sign 
to sign a mystery, secrecy, and dark passion. But again, it's... difficult to be around on yes. a just normal Wednesday, but great for Saturday night. Extremely great for Saturday. jealous. Uh, mystery and what well, mystery? Mystery, secrecy, and dark passion. I would say maybe not the best for a relationship. Pretty bad for a relationship. Yes. No, 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 no. Spurn Scorpios can become violent. Yes. Always. Oh, are, are we? Am I? Okay, I think I just figured it out. Never mind. Scorpios are great. <laughs> yeah, I figured it out a while back too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you done some birthday math with some people in your life? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I have. I have done the birthday math as well. Man, I wish I was dating a scorpion or a Scorpio. <laughs> yeah, they seem like the best. Perfectly happy with the Gemini myself. Be- beautiful though. Very sweet. Mm. Uh, Scorpios all- are very good. They're always in control Very aware of what's going on They have a hypnotic power on those around them And this is not something I wrote down But they often have problems With their genitals (laughs) (laughs) Henry do you know anything about the last um, (laughs) About the last uh, character trait Of this sign or I have problems with genitals In general (laughs) We will move on (laughs) <laughs> Next is Sagittarius the Archer. That's November 22nd, December 20th. Cheerful, optimistic, dependable, friendly and outgoing, but vulgar. Oh. Yeah. Good looking with above average height, wiry physique, expressive eyes, but they suffer from sciatica, rheumatism, and anxiety attacks. Get them out of here. <laughs> I like that Sagittarius. I, I feel I'm more of a Sagittarius than a Cancer Leo cusp. Well, we'll see. No, no, I think you're Leo. Okay. <laughs> Next up, Capricorn. That's my first sign. Oh. December 21st to January 19th. We're slow moving. We're methodical. We're pragmatic. We're orderly. And we're trustworthy. Wrong. <laughs> slow moving? Yeah. You're a quick moving guy. I'm very yeah, quick. Like a ferret. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Human ferret that smokes a pack a day. He doesn't know where he's going. He has no idea why he's moving, but he's always doing it. As far as sex goes, we prefer to plan sexual encounters and then proceed according to plan. We take our time. That's what the Night Stalker did. We yeah, want, that's no, not what no, Richard no, Ramirez did. No, not at all. I know exactly what it's talking about. We take the time. We're memorable about it. And we like to involve a lot of physical activity with it, like a real like, thorough workout. Like, really, like, fucking like going a, at Like it. a Tybo session. <laughs> or, like, if you join the hey, UFC. Becky, no, no, no. Marcus, good to meet you. You're going to show up at my house Tuesday night at 830. What you're going to do is you're going to attach your ankle to this hoist of God <laughs> top my door. And what I you're going to do is you're going to sit there for approximately seven minutes while I get myself an Arnold Palmer and then I'm going to biggity bang you from top to front. I will right? be arriving with a shower curtain. I will be arriving with a slip and slide like liquid, like a lube or a piece of bubble bath. No, we're methodical. I know what I'm doing. So you're I methodical know and violent in bed. <laughs> Not violent, vigorous. There. <laughs> that is a violent man's word for violent. Passionate. Right. Also a violent man's word for violent. I'm not a yeah. violent man. But well, you know what? We we are we always make sure that every party involved are very satisfied. It's more about the journey than it is about the destination. Well, what is you, here? You're good at taxes. I'm bad at taxes. Mm. I am it also says we become judges and bankers. I'm not a judge. However, my brother also a Capricorn, he is a banker. There we go. Yeah. Connection's been made. Unsuccess- Unsuccessful ones. Well, this is funny. <laughs> Unsuccessful ones display a whiny and disgruntled nature. Mm. And many of and many of them go through life with a scowl. Oh, all right. Well, and, life is difficult. And this next one I'd say, as far as like physicality goes, this is pretty spot on. 
hard and lean and dry as a bone. See, this is my problem, That's is true. that Holden McNeely is also a Capricorn. Oh, the whole thing's falling apart. There ain't one look at truth to this nonsense. But we also fall to depression in general malaise. Mm. Yeah, I, yeah, I have the problems with depression. Capricorn. So these are, these are the people, if you are premiering the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles remake film or new movie, you don't want the Capricorns in the crowd. Mm-mm. They're not going to like it one damn bit. Yeah, but I'd say Leonardo. Definitely a Capricorn. I can oh. tell that immediately. And Donatello is uh, a Sagittarius, and Michelangelo is a Leo, and Raphael <laughs> a is, a, is a Virgo. No, he's not a Virgo. <laughs> he's definitely a Cancer. Raphael is a Cancer Leo cusp. Technically, <laughs> all um, they were all born on the same day, though, right? Technically. Well, yeah, technically. no, they weren't born on the no. Well, they weren't born fucking, the, uh, with were, the nerd the nerd show on the, This is not a nerd show. <clears throat> they weren't born on the same day. They all got their ooze on the same day. So they could have been born on a different day, but re- the rebirth was sort of on the same day. I just time. stopped giving a shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I never want to say that again. As a matter, I don't even know if I was right, and I'm sure we'll get some angry messages. And the other side of uh, of my astrological sign is Aquarius. That's January 20th to February 18th. Refined and intellectual, as I am. Mm-hmm. We're philosophers, poets, anthropologists, philanthropists. Serious and quiet, but can break out of our shell among congenial company and become a spark plug for all around them. <laughs> this one, so I think that this writer was an Aquarius. <laughs> we're, yes. um, we're emotionally undemonstrative, though, and we expect too much from our friends, and we can also be naive. Do any of these say, like, podcaster on them? <laughs> well, you know what the thing is, Aquarius is like, but that's also, like, emotionally undemonstrative and expects too much from friends and naive. That just sounds more like, you know, like, he cares too much. <laughs> right. But also, this one, I mean, I'm definitely with a body type because Aquarius is stocky with a good complexion with bad ankles, legs, and vision. That's a Marian type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad ankles, legs, and vision, huh? Oh, yeah. And it's an air sign, barren and dry. Ooh, yuck. Yeah, that's, so when that's you, not good for farming. No, well, that's when you harvest root and fruit for storage, but that's also when you destroy weeds and pests, but it is good for planting onions. So you smell like onions. You're planting and har- you're, you're harvesting roots and, and random dry but things. You got bad ankles. You can't see a damn thing, and your eyes are all messed up. February's a bad month. This whole breakdown has made me not attracted to anyone ever again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but what about Pisces, the last one? From February 19th to March 20th, they're good but moody friends. Good listeners. Reactive rather than assertive. And they're also dreamers under average height and pale and offer suffer, suffer from foot problems and skin difficulties. Poor, poor Pisces. I poor, feel like there Pisces. was just a malnutrition problem going on when they were creating this. All of a sudden, everyone got ankle issues? <laughs> what happened? Oh, got rickets. <laughs> What's wrong with these people? It's really fun, though, to kind of connect yourself to a gigantic sort of psychic group. I, I, I yeah. do believe in the power of symbols. We talk about magic all the time. Like, uh, you know, I do believe that you can, you can take these symbols and fill them with intention, and it can lead your life in specific directions, and you can meet <laughs> people, and you can you learn about yourself and stuff and maybe uh the the horoscopes are directly truth but in the end there are lessons to be learned yeah i would say just tell people just 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 start off with the i got a show on tv (laughs) uh you know and then maybe you can segue into this later on this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. it says here i have to talk about something i need to get off my chest and i guess i can share it here i I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine, and it's an addiction. It's a daily weight on my life. 
how much I need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins. As soon as I wake up, and a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors, big and small. Some people are presidents. Some people are soldiers. Some people have to eat mayonnaise, especially with hard-boiled eggs, which is what I eat for lunch. But I guess I should share that in therapy. Because therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And what I do is I just add eggs if I have mayonnaise left over. I just continue to add the eggs. But if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. My God. I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LastPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp! H-E-L-P dot com slash last pod. Ah, Jules. Oh, Jules. Make a wife smile today. The road to getting engaged can be long and full of memories and pitfalls and landmines. Or it can be short and thrilling, like a roller coaster on the way to the police department. But the road to finding the perfect engagement ring is a straightforward path every time. All you've got to do is head over to BlueNile.com and they're going to ship them rocks straight to your wife's new fingers. On BlueNile.com, you can create a bigger, more brilliant piece than you can imagine. At a price you won't find at a traditional jeweler, Blue Nile is the original online jeweler since 1999. That's present time to me. Their diamond price guarantee means that in most cases they can meet or beat a competitor's price on a comparable diamond. I know when I got my wife a beautiful Blue Nile necklace, the first thing she did was, what did you do? But afterwards, she was so happy to have it, and she loved it, and she wore it when we went on vacation, and Maron did everybody come around being like, where'd you get that piece, you beautiful woman? And I was like, stop talking to my wife. She's spoken for. You can see it with the Blue Nile. Bling, she's got on her. Right now, get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more with code LASTPODCAST at BlueNile.com. That's $50 off with code LASTPODCAST at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors. It's a waste. Don't waste hours on apps. Besides appetizers, that's the kind of apps I like. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Did you know that empanada is already Spanish? I didn't. Thanks, Babbel. Did you know that burrito is already Spanish? Wow. I just got to learn all the rest. And eventually, I'm going to be eating downtown Mexico. Thanks, Babbel. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash left. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash left, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash L-E-F-T. Rules and restrictions may apply. Well, Henry, do you want to, before we get into other forms of divination, do you want to, while we're on the subject of the Zodiac, you want to do our birth charts right quick? 
Absolutely. Let me Ooh. talk about it really quick and see. Let me see if I got any good juicy tidbits for Marcus and Ben. Ooh. I had I had the largest shoulders in North Dakota, according to the doctor who birthed me, and my mother did all of this birthing without any anesthetics or drugs at all. Wow. So she is a mule of a woman. She's a strong. She's a strong woman, and I respect I her for it. it. I, I always kind of imagined she'd be a delicate, sweet woman. Mm, well, she was very sweet, and she was delicate, uh, except for those. Uh, nine hours where I did not want to leave. I loved I loved being in the womb. I couldn't get enough she of it. was howling like a jackal that was set on fire. Yeah, something about that was just like, I feel like I want to go to sleep. You know. I was born during the great blizzard of 1983 oh, in Lubbock, Texas. One more time. <laughs> <laughs> so the Marcus was the born great Lubbock. blizzard of 1983. Mm. What was great about it? Was it was it snow and gold? <laughs> yeah, it sounds pretty terrible. It was real. It was big and it was icy. My dad was stuck in a bar for a day. I don't think I'm sure that it was like he opened the door and a bunch of birds were singing. And his son, he's like, I'll tell him there's a great blizzard. <laughs> yeah, I love yeah. this bar. Calling it the great blizzard of 1983 because it got hammered with Ted for fucking four. Right, your dad was stuck <laughs> in a bar for a day the day that you were born. Okay, so he got ha- he was getting hammered with Uncle Joe. But what else are you gonna do in a bar when you're snowed in? Go to where your kid is being born. Can can't go. Can't it's snowed go. in. It's ice. It's an ice storm. There were 15 it's, inches of snow on the ground. Uh-huh. But he was also happy because he had his little Marcus born. Yeah, and he didn't have to see his disgusting wife destroy. Hey, fuck you. Wait, no, not his, no, his beautiful wife yeah, turned disgusting. disgusting. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Take it easy. <laughs> Mother's it was also kind of like God no. watching Joseph yeah. do all the fucking hard work while he sat up there smoking a cigar, watching Mary struggle with his young yeah. Arabic boy ripping through her. Not to, I mean, <laughs> uh, we'll just uh, just tell him that an angel put it in you, Mary. That'll work out well. For That'll you. work out. Yeah. All right. So Marcus was born in Lubbock, Texas, mm-hmm. on nine fifteen on what was your January nineteenth. 1983. Um, very interesting stuff involved here. He's Capricorn. He's a feet on the ground, eye on the prize sign. Those from the sun and Capricorn <laughs> have a realistic, grounded approach to life that can be seen no matter what, no matter how dreamy the rest of the birth chart suggests. Mm-hmm. These people know how to do things, and they get things done. Fuck Some yeah. Capricorns naturally turn their backs on things they deem too frivolous. They are very much concerned with things that are worthwhile, and that includes their own lives. Mm-hmm. So you want to survive. He is honest, reserved, circumspect, honorable, and strong-willed. Ah, yes. Quietly ambitious within the realms of the possible, he likes and takes on responsibility. He can work in the social domain. Weaknesses, a sometimes bitter and mistrustful mind. Mm -hmm. Very true. Interesting. Does it say anything about a terrible Celtic tattoo? <laughs> I'm staring at it right now. It's Egyptian. Oh, right. it's an Egyptian tattoo? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. He is likable and sociable, very sensitive to environmental conditions and surroundings. Absolutely. He likes home, habits, comfort, and his little world. Very Help. caring and protective of loved ones. Weaknesses, subject to indolence, inertia. He is impressionable and too sensitive. Yeah. Family problems. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, my family's Yeah, great. family's good, yeah. Yeah, yeah, my family, that's that is no problem. But the other few are uh, extremely true, Pain, painfully true. Yeah. He is intelligent, has big ideas. He is tolerant and has a strong sense of justice. He has good judgment, good sense, and has his feet on the ground. Again, he has a gift of the gab oh, and yeah. likes to speak. He also likes literature. He is erudite and will normally be successful socially. Oh, Isn't that fun? That's a, that's that is very fun. fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty good. Yeah. His fate depends a lot on marriage. Oh, Marries yeah. for love, children, happy emotional life. You live for relationships. It is hard for you to think about being alone. Harmony is most important important to you, so it is unlikely you will attempt to dominate a lover. 
You are a peacemaker, sometimes going to great lengths to achieve the balanced, harmonious relationship. Be careful not to bend over backwards just to keep the peace you may be taking advantage of. Boy, that was why. Oh, that's I think disgusting. You just told me why my last relationship failed. Do you feel like <laughs> did what she sodomized you a whole bunch? That's what I got out of that. Um, he is nonchalant, pretentious, full of self-importance. He likes what is beautiful and sometimes ostentatious and spends lots of money for the sake of appearances. He likes to please in his numerous amorous adventures. He's wearing a wife beater right now. Yes. It's very All right. hot in here, but I do have numerous amorous adventures. And then this aspect <laughs> sometimes means unhealthy sensuality. He is hard and does not know how to express his emotions. He is frightened of showing his love. And this leads to disappointments, breakups, lack of satisfaction. It is likely that he had problems with his mother who did not know how to love him or give him self-confidence no. your mother beat you no my mother was nothing but tell wonderful. me a story about your mom beating you marcus <laughs> according to your astrology chart the <laughs> truth happening love to be he will learn how to be happy in love and to be at ease with himself and to control his jealousy in the second half of his life so that's 60 on thanks to an older person <laughs> what? who gives his self-confidence back to him so that he can All then right trust others. Just so this is just little bits of yours. 29 more years of misery to go, Marcus, until you're 60. I'm not gonna know. Life will turn around before then. I have heard mm -hmm. the call. I have heard this call. I'm taking it as signs. I will not. 60. Jesus just Christ. seem like, yeah, take he's a bite. Gigantic Marcus has Twizzler. been slamming a Marcus has been slamming a Twizzlers down his face this whole damn time, by the way. About I've never a foot and a half. It's wonderful. Oh, yeah, it's an, it's, an amazingly, uh, it's an amazing amount of uh, sugar there. Um, Jordan, a Wonka dick? No, he's got a Twizzler. <laughs> yeah, Wonka dick. Yeah. All right, so now here is Ben. Ben was born in... Let me see here. Was born in Fargo, North Dakota. Yep. He had huge shoulders, and his mother had a tiny vagina. What is the exact day again? Because it's all broken up. July twenty first, nineteen eighty one. Nineteen eighty one. The same year, uh, the same uh, day, July twenty first, as John Lovitz and Robin Williams. Oh, wonderful! Yeah. Who is dead now? Thank yeah. you. Henry. So, so now the Sun and Cancer, you, so Sun and Cancer natives. He has a strong survival instinct. They are protective of those they care about and of themselves too. Mm. They are often quite reticent about sharing their inner selves to the rest of the world. So this is going to be tough for you. <laughs> Caught up in reminiscence. Mm. Cancers have a reputation for moodiness, although this trait is most evident when the moon is in cancer. Cancer needs roots. They resist change to an extent and concern themselves about being secure and safe in most everything that they do. Cancers can be quite intrigued by objects with history attached to them. Antiques, photos, souvenirs, and the like. Hmm. I do go in. I love a good antique. I'll look yeah. at a lamp and I say, look, that looks, that's old. <laughs> I love how old that is. Yeah, that's a fire hazard. Cancer is a very sensitive sign, and they mm. don't appreciate when you're blunt with them. The reactions to hurt will depend on how thick a shell they have developed. Most cancers react by withdrawing or retreating. Some have developed an ability to manipulate others to get what they want. They avoid mm. direct confrontations almost as a rule. Cancers are, in fact, quite yielding and soft when you have them in the right mood. Ooh. They're one of the more hospitable signs of the Zodiac. Sure, they can be touchy and direct, but they're also very dependable, caring souls. That's very true. I like that. Yeah. A lot of political figures were cancer. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he weighs words carefully and is tenacious, a calm and discreet nature, tender, thoughtful, sensitive, and impressionable. You want to be noticed for your unique and special qualities and your creativity. You are happiest when you're expressing yourself in a special way and attention comes your way as a result. And you have a flair for drama and or sports. Ooh. You're proud of your fun-loving attitude towards life. As you demonstrate your ability to shine, avoid grabbing center stage all the time. Your happy disposition is enough to get noticed. But do find creative <laughs> ways to express yourself, as this is the path to true happiness for you. 
I like that. I think that that's fairly accurate. Yeah, that that's very accurate, I'd yeah, say. Yeah, you didn't mention anything about the um, German-sized Huang because I just uh. saw something on the Internet. Congo, the largest on average penis is uh, 7.1 inches. What's the next country? German. (laughs) He's very easily frightened. He is fearful, shy, prudent, and emotional. Mm. Your feelings are right out there for everyone to see, and you can come across as emotional and impatient, or nurturing and caring, or both. Your first reaction is emotional, especially if the moon is close proximity of the ascendant degree, blah, blah, blah. You need emotional stimulation, movement, and freedom to express yourself in order to feel happy and fulfilled. Good education. He likes to discuss. He likes polemic. He has good judgment, and it's determined. He is frivolous and imprudent. He lacks judgment and is full of self-importance. You he is reserved, conservative, all. ambitious, and stubborn. Um, and uh, sincere, sincere, frank, and warm affections. He's full of tenderness. He may be devoted to sick or poor people, which is not true. You hate them. Professional <laughs> <laughs> life is unstable. Uh, and he has a taste for the arts, is a dreamer, is easily influenced or romantic. He is very sensitive. So this is very interesting. It's very revealing because yeah. you put off such a, a stern front, Ben. I well, mean, I don't. I, don't I knew think. all about I knew all of this. Um, stuff. But I would say you could, you could have just summed it all up with one sentence. Better than Marcus. <laughs> Marcus, hey. much better than yours. What? Much better than yours. No, mine's great. I'm very happy. <laughs> I'm very pleased with who I am. I'm very pleased with who you are, too. So this is Henry Zabrowski. He is he is sassy and fun. He was born in Woodhaven, New York, on May first, nineteen eighty-four, at one thirty-five p.m. Taurus, you're putting a little more flair in yours. I just want to say you're giving yourself a little bit more. I'm just saying, we'll see how this goes. <laughs> Taurus natives are sensual folk, and this includes sex, but extends to pleasures in all areas. They delight in the sensual pleasures of food, a comfortable blanket, a richly colored aquarium to look at, mm-hmm. the smell of flowers or spring rain, pleasing melodies coming from the stereos, and so forth. Some might even say they live through their senses more than most. And when, sa- when na- tortoise natives work, they work hard. They do it with a steadiness that may rarely be considered quick. Rather, it's a dependable, plodding, steady effort that has its payoffs. Security is immensely important to tourists. Some of them actively seek wealth, while others are content to be comfortable. The tourist definition of comfortable may not exactly be the same as the rest of the science, but comfort is definitely a driving force. Although hardworking, their fixed and comfort-loving nature sometimes makes them appear lazy. This is only because they separate work and leisure so well. When they work, they work hard. And when they play, they don't only play as much as... They relax. <laughs> me, you can see me with all my clothes off. Yeah, that's what I do. A solo Taurus who has kicked his or her feet up is rooted there. You'd be hard-pressed to get him to move. On a mental level, you'll likely have the same problem. Terrains stick with things and ideas where in one side of the same... That's negative. He's well, going to that with, what was that? He has charm. Oh, wait. Are you skipping over He's every skipping negative... skipping over the You're negative. skipping over every negative thing that you have. Wait, absolutely oh. not. No one. Oh, oh, I can be emotionally unavailable and a lonely old man. I was called a manipulator. <laughs> Okay, here, this is negative. This is negative. You faced a fair number of challenges in your life, especially in the first half of life in which your attempts to express your will were often thwarted. There can be a persistent feeling that you don't get what they want in comparison to others. You can feel unlucky in times. You want to be considered an accomplished and important person. And when you face obstacles, you don't always see that you are your own worst enemy. So I got to believe in myself. Yeah. I don't think that that's, the, that's not that negative. Sweetness itself, convinced of their ideas and strong-willed. <laughs> Highly imaginative, prolonged studies is intuitive, professionally successful abroad. <laughs> you can be precocious, animated, and passionate. That's true. 
<laughs> All right, go on with this fluff piece. Yeah. This is this is pathetic. Uh, he is frank, honest, and optimistic and generous. That is true. Uh, this uh, it, is... Says, it does say I need to trust others more, but it's just because I'm so sensitive. He makes quick decisions because I'm great. His thirst for knowledge is never satisfied because mm. I'm fucking awesome. He looks at the bright side of life. He's gay. Oh, <laughs> Agreeable, optimistic, and sociable. But he may be impatient. Hmm. All right. That's the worst you have. You know what I've decided? I've decided I'm starting loving today. I'm fucking, I am dying at 62. I am officially at the midpoint of my life. All right. So I... I open myself to love today, my friends. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. Marcus Parks opened himself to love, so you get ready for a bunch of it to come your way. <laughs> no doubt about that, Marcus. The fucking puke <laughs> love all over, you sons of bitches. Come here. <laughs> uh, well, it turns out that we, we opened ourselves to love. Want to go to any love, other forms of divination? Yes. Let us go through other forms of divination throughout the years. These are all ancient forms. Uh, the first one is gyromancy. Mm -hmm. I love gyromancy. Correctly pronounced gyromancy. Gyromancy. <laughs> we were doing some text messages before the show discussing what we're going to talk about and I did send out a pretty funny is that about the is that about the lamb sandwich yeah. <laughs> kind of a funny little kind of a funny little uh, text error and then I said I'm on fire and as you guys can hear I was yeah yeah, was yeah. very funny I, I texted back boom very funny very yeah. funny. I texted nothing back <laughs> yeah, yeah well a little behind the scenes though yeah. <laughs> so to begin with a circle was made on the ground and the border was marked with letters uh, of the alphabet or other mystical symbols and one man, the gyromancer, if you will. <laughs> I, do, I yes, just, the gyromancer. Come to my circles. It's fun. Come to the circles. Can we, can we shave you with a sharp knife? That's hey, what I would like to do. Hey, nobody's standing anywhere near inside one of my circles. These are my standing. You're, I'm the gyromancer. Hmm. <laughs> so the gyromancer would enter the circle and he would start walking around and around and around inside the circle over and over and over again, getting dizzier and dizzier and right. dizzier. And every time he stumbled, the letter or symbol that he landed on was noted. And once he stumped, once he spun around so much that he couldn't get up anymore, the message was considered complete. This is just an early version of the chokeout game. <laughs> he just got himself dizzy and fell down. You know who could have been an incredible gyromancer is my retarded cousin. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sure. Turns out, what, what, it's, 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 so he reveals a message. A message, yeah, from right. the future. And so he has to do it's this. Like, oh, oh, no, it says tie your shoes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Circle, you're hilarious. <laughs> so you, he would have to fall down or stumble, I mean, at least 14, 15, at least a, a Twitter amount, a tweet, like 140 character amount. Enough times, enough times where he couldn't get up and go anymore. That's a lot of times. That is a lot of times. I feel like just, uh, just write it. Just, just, you know, maybe we throw a rock. Well, that's kind of what the next one was. That was called electromancy. Ooh. This required a barnyard cuck. And it could only be performed when the sun or the moon was in Aries or Leo. Once again, you'd draw a circle on the ground, and you would draw the letters of the alphabet around the circle, and then you would have a kernel of wheat that you would place on each letter. Hmm. And the young, and it had to be a white cock, and it had to be a young cock. A little racist, okay. Yeah, a young white cock. You would declaw it. 
<laughs> and then it would be forced to swallow a tiny parchment scroll on which magical words had been written. Can you imagine just catching the, the cock? And having trying to force it to, to swallow this scroll, but the <laughs> afternoon was like, oh, just like an electromancer was just running around and like, I just want just one second, which is one good. Sorry, yeah. this rooster, this yeah. rooster's biting yeah. the shit on him. Yeah. What a bad day for the cock, you know? Oh. All the other cocks go and get murdered. He's like, hey, I think I got real lucky. They cut off all of his claws and then they jam a fake piece of magical poetry down his throat. And then the uh, electromancer would hold the cock aloft. And I love res- it when the electromancer holds that cock. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so a small, white, young cock. <laughs> and he would hold it aloft, and then he would say an incantation before putting the bird down inside the circle. Come on, cock. Come on, cock. Write a sentence. Write a sentence, cock. I agree. That's what it would sound like. <laughs> and then from that point on, they would have to keep track of every single grain that the... Uh, rooster ate and then right. after the after the rooster ate a grain from a certain letter you'd of course replace the grain in case the message had the letter more than once and then once it all made sense then the message would be over or until the cock stopped eating the grain so, so like, you just make shit up yeah you got to because <laughs> usually it's just gonna be like oh well one practitioner his name was Iamblichus. Oh, okay. Well, that might, been a, uh, that might have been how he spells his name. Uh, with <laughs> he, that. he did it, and he Nothing. only came up with the word Theo. T-H-E-O. Theo! The- <laughs> so this oh, you ma- get in here now, Theo! This magical white cock created a four-letter word? That was it? <laughs> yeah, Theo. I Theo. Guess it wasn't hungry after four grains a week. Uh, well, it jammed that goddamn piece of paper into its stomach. It's a problem. You're ruining its appetite. Yeah. <laughs> so he was trying to see who was going. Uh, this is what I was talking about earlier, is that he was trying to see who would succeed uh, Valen Caesar as ruler of the empire. Mm. But only problem was there were four dudes whose names began with Theo, like Theocides, Theocrates, Theobon, 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 whatever. Theo... Theo Huxtable. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's just so many Theos. Yeah, and then as, but as soon as Caesar found out the prophecy, he had all four Theos killed and, as a bonus, poisoned the uh, magician. Oh, every time. That's the problem. It's, it has to only spell up. be like, you know, again, it's like, it seems the cock is spelled, give the electromancer a raise. <laughs> Send him on vacation. <laughs> Yeah, I think lying about it might be the best option in this situation. Always lie. Always lie to Caesar. Never tell Caesar the truth. No, (laughs) tell him the positive lie. Always, yes. Next way you can use to uh, divine the future, birds. In ancient Rome, if the birds flew east, the news would be good. If they flew west, where the afterworld was located... The signs were bad. Man, they were really just kind of grasping the straws here. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was a good sign if an auger heard a crow cry to his left or an a auger? raven. An auger, a person who could see the future. Oh, oh I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, or a professional liar, yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, or if he heard a, a raven to his right, that was good as well. Uh, and <laughs> generals, I mean, we're still in the bird bird mm-hmm. world here. Uh, generals would keep sacred kitchen, chickens, sacred chickens in cages uh, and if the sacred chickens ate so quickly that bits of food dropped from their beaks, it was considered a very good omen in war. So there oh. were Roman generals. 
easily. You can set that up so easily. You can very just much fill them with food. Yeah, yeah. You can set that up very easily. Yeah. Uh, so yes, yeah, so there were Roman well, yeah, generals I mean, who chicken... based their entire strategies on whether the chicken's food fell out of its mouth or not. Well, we still have Groundhog's Day here. Um, <laughs> To discuss how long summer will last. If smart at all, they would have built their entire empire upon this story. Magical chickens, number one. <laughs> and they got magical chickens to tell you the truth. They could tell you if your wife's cheating on you. They could tell you if your dog's been getting fucked. Than those Tyson <laughs> Come on down chickens. to Purdue Chicken. We've got necromancy chickens. <laughs> necromancy chickens. That would be beautiful. Like I'm frozen in, in your in your uh, in your grocer's frozen section. Necromancer's chickens. Tyson chickens. They don't know shit. <laughs> and finally, we have something very re- closely related to uh, Birdmancy. This is Zoomancy. And this is kind Uh-oh. of what you were talking about. The sound of a wasp that suggests malicious gosp- gossip or an unexpected visit from a person you've never met. Ooh. That's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> small, sp- <laughs> small spiders in your home bring money. Big See, mon- you, that is a good. That's a superstition. That's why you're not supposed to kill them in there. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's a good thing to tell your girlfriend. Be like, no, it's not because I don't have a job and we're living in a terrible apartment beneath my parents' house. It's because we're lucky. <laughs> we're lucky, honey. Yeah. But however, a spider spinning its web in your house could be a sign that someone is plotting against you. The spider. <laughs> no, the spider's not plotting against you. Yeah, spiders just trying to make a house in your house. That's true. A little house inside the house. And then they're going to kill all the bugs and good for mosquitoes. Yeah. Spiders are quite helpful. I love spiders. Yeah, a lot of people do. A dog howling in the dark was warning that ghosts were lurking about and that death was imminent. However... There's a lot of dogs in my neighborhood in Glendale, so... Do you hear them howling at all? I don't think there's always death imminent. (laughs) Necessarily. Right. However, the sight of three white dogs was considered a good omen. Again with the white. Oh yeah. Well, people like white. I feel like a black dog. It's a beautiful dog. The I'm, black. I think that's changed. I enjoy black dogs. Yeah. Chocolate lab is one of the best things you're gonna money can buy. I agree, and I think as a society, people would agree a chocolate uh, or a black dog is superior to your white dog. I see more black dogs than white dogs. It is true. And, then, and a lot of dogs with a bunch of little spots on them. But the best part about a black dog is that you can spill a whole cup of coffee on it and it won't stain. Exactly. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm so, where, where'd all that hot sauce go from my burrito? Oh, it's on the dog. Who cares? Rub it in. <laughs> you know? Lizards were a signifier of a miscarriage in the future. If only Holden could have been. <laughs> yeah, that would have been amazing. Um, but a lot of people had miscarriages back in the days, and there was a oh, lot yeah. of lizards around. Always a lot of lizards around. Yeah. Speaking of Holden, piebald horses were good luck. <laughs> good luck. And if you were fast enough, you could make a wish upon one. However, if you looked at the horse again after you made the wish, the wish wouldn't come true. That is tricky. <laughs> yeah, that's too tricky. Don't look at the horse. 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 Oh, look at the horse. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta look at the horse. It's a beautiful animal. And finally, this is one that everyone can relate to. And just this, this is a sight that always makes me happy. Donkeys rolling around in the dust means good weather. I mean, <laughs> sounds like you're in a drought. <laughs> it sounds like you've had a lot of bad weather if the donkeys are just rolling around like pigeons in New York City, just cleaning themselves in the dust. <laughs> Oh, it's cute. It is cute. All right, it's fine. All right, donkeys are cute. Donkeys in the dust. Yeah, just thinking. Donkeys are very cute. Donkeys are very cute. They're kind of cute. They're donkeys. All right. What's cute about a donkey? Well, something good smelling about dirt. 
I like perfume and I like cars. Oh, by the way, one person, one no, said that they like the smell of dirt. From dozens of people, dozens, say that dozens, the, dozens. No, give give dozens. what's the eight? A dozen. I'll give you up to eight. One dozen. There have been many people, multiple posts on the Facebook page, multiple uh-huh. people agreeing with the Facebook post, multiple emails, multiple Facebook messages, personal messages to me. Well, what kind of community are you trying to build? A, a fucking dirt community. We're all going to uh-huh. build dirt houses, and we're going to live in the fucking dirt world, and it's going to be the shit, and you guys can't come. I don't want to be there because I don't want to live like a worm. <laughs> come with my house made out of Italian marble and, and the <laughs> finest of leathers. Cold. And my Taurus is paradise. That sounds pretty perfect. Cold, very cold. In fact, I'm gonna read you. I'm gonna read you a Facebook message. I'm more of a log. I'm a log cabin guy. So if you enjoy more of a rustic feel, warm and cozy, yeah, lets you feel like you're back in your mother's womb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's what one listener (laughs) said: said, I think freshly dug dirt smells good, like graveyard dirt. (laughs) Oh, you can have them, (laughs) like graveyard dirt. My people, right. That's your ex- This is proving your point. <laughs> I think it smells good, like graveyard dirt. Yeah, we've got, and there was just a ton of people that said they loved it. You know, dirt. We had a big discussion. We have a bit. We had a big argument as to whether dust could be considered dirt. It can't we, be. It's dust. And we did, yeah, we decided that it was dust. Sand is not dirt as well. Like so, the you know the desert people they're kind of out of luck. Uh, so right. Yeah, sand is not dirt. So you know it has to be good dirt that you can make mud pies out of. Right. That is great. I'm just yeah. I'm just. It's nice. I don't. I'm happy that you guys are have each other. <laughs> We've learned yeah. nothing today. But it's, <laughs> nothing. but it's nice because the real news is just we no no real murder talk today, which I'm, I I need a break from. The other. So I will, what we will say is that we um uh if 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 last podcast were to come to the uh, the United Kingdom to do a couple of shows, are there enough people out there that want to see us? That is an You're, open query. It is. Yeah. There's a very good chance we might be going out there sometime next year, so uh, yeah. that'll be super exciting. And uh, we're actually much better in real life because you get to see how attractive we truly are. Well, very attractive people. Yeah. I have gotten my teeth fixed, so look forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> I and have I'm, a good attitude, and I'm buying a shit ton of drinks. Right, and then I'm just, you know, I'm going around there making sure everyone is safe, calm, collected, and having a good time. Well, we're going to do something evil next week. I, I, so you, you got, get ready for it. Don't worry. We, we haven't gotten soft just yet. Mm-mm. No, there's going to be something with fucking blood and bile. All right, blood and bile. Um, and then, of course, what, the 31st of August, this yeah. next, uh, not this Sunday, but the next Sunday. Yeah. That is going to be the Sausage Fest. The Cave Comedy Radio um, Sausage Party. Uh, here at the Creek in the Cave. Come out to that. And, of course, this Saturday is going to be the uh, the Creek Awards. So That's come right. out to that. Yeah, the Creek Awards this Saturday, uh, August 23rd, uh, starting at 8 o'clock. Yeah. Here at the Creek in the Cave, 1093 Jackson yes. Avenue. Uh, and, yeah, last podcast, we were actually we're up for best podcast, best uh, variety show. Uh, we were up for the Roaster Marcus Parks. Me, oh, very me, nice. me Ben, and, uh, and, and Eddie were up for that. Uh, and various various other things. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, uh, the voting's already closed, but if you want to see if maybe we win, then that's going to be on Saturday. All right. I'm and gonna... also the last podcast live show is going to be a part of the Cave Comedy Radio weekend. That's going to be on August 30th. Uh, and then the uh, Cave Comedy Radio Sausage Party will be on the 31st. 
first. So our show is the 30th. Uh, the last podcast on the left, yep, that's going to be Live show. Uh, the night of August 30th. That's going to kick it all off. That's going to be perfect. Um, all right, everyone, thanks so much for listening. We will talk to you soon. Hail yourselves. Hail Satan. Hail Gein. Will you please give it me some hail? Hail me. <laughs> a hail Henry, or a hail me, or a hail Marcus, or a hail Ben, or a hail Bob. Uh, just take, um, I take my beautiful son to every baseball game. Uh, just a uh, baseball game. Oh, look, Prince. Insensitive Henry Zaprowski. Thank constellations, everyone. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific time, only on Netflix. Fluffy bread, fresh tortillas, classic burger buns, and so many carbs. Carb fear is real, but Hero Bread makes healthier versions of the carb-heavy favorites we love the most. We're talking fewer calories, 0 to 2 grams net carbs, 0 grams of sugar, and seriously great taste. Plus more of the dietary fiber and protein you want. No compromise. Don't skip out on your favorites. Just use Hero Bread. Get 10% off your order at Hero.co with code Hero10 at checkout. That's Hero10 at H-E-R-O dot C-O.